0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to Happy Human Club, or if you guys are new here, welcome. I'm Soph Mosca, I'm the host of this podcast, and you guys, I am recording this podcast. First of all, it's 9.30am, I never record this early. Also, somehow managing to record with low blood sugar again. I just had juice, but I don't know why this keeps happening. Every single time I film my podcast recently, I have low blood sugar, so super fun <laughs> and also it is fully hurricaneing outside well actually I'm not really sure if it ended up being a category one hurricane or a tropical storm by the time it got to me I haven't checked like what it ended up being because it's like on its way out now but I don't even know if it was category one and if it was a category one I know that's like the least destructive hurricane and wow you guys I that was my first time living through one I don't even know like maybe it was just a tropical storm but I don't even think I've lived through a tropical storm that was crazy I can't even like now I'm able to comprehend like maybe what the more intense hurricanes are like because whoa like in weird stuff was happening oh my god let me tell you guys about my night last night okay so first of all all night long don't ask me how or why all night long my alexa kept randomly playing life is funny that way by role model randomly and i don't understand how because i had music playing on my phone like sleep music and not role model so if anything you'd think my phone would like connect and play what was playing on my phone no it just kept randomly playing life is funny that way and it also kept saying like now playing from Sophia mosca's iphone and then playing that song and i went to like spotify which is where i listen to my music and that wasn't even playing like i had like another song up and it wasn't in the queue i don't know how or why that song kept playing it was so weird and then also i had a nightmare oh my god let me tell you what happened okay so it's like really weird and random but basically i in the dream it was nighttime and i had to go out to my car for something but actually it was my mom's car and that's not really important but whatever so i was like using my mom's car for some reason and i went out to the car and i had to get something from the back passenger side door like in the back seat but i went to the passenger side and as i'm like grabbing it from the back i see this like young guy he's like around my age like kind of come walk up to the car by the time I see him he's like pretty much at the car and he's like smoking his cig and he's like not like sketchy looking but in the dream immediately I was like hell no and so I was like <laughs> he like came up to me and I was like no thank you which is funny because if you guys watched my vlog recently I had like a weird gas station experience and that's exactly what I did to the guy I was like no thank you when he came up to my car but again in the dream I was like no thank you and he was like he kind of just stared at me and he was like give me your card and I was like no (laughs) and he was like okay then give me your keys and I was like no and so I went to go I like closed I grabbed this bag that I was apparently needing to get from the back seat I didn't know what was in it but I could tell it was heavy and I like closed the door because I'm trying to go to the driver's seat to leave and he jumps in the driver's seat and he like, apparently my, the sunroof was open. I don't even think my mom had a sunroof, but in the dream she did. And they like popped their head up out of the sunroof and they're like, give me your card. And I was like, no. And they're like, okay, then give me your keys. Like they kept like repeating themselves. And so I took the bag that I had in my hand and like in the dream, I was like, oh, it must have like candles or like, um, like a vase or something in it. Cause it was like hard like that. And I picked up the bag and I started whacking him across the head and yelling, help. (laughs) And then eventually he like fell out of the car and I like jumped into the car and I started to like go to try to drive away. And he was like, good luck. I just popped your tires. See you in a few. And as I started to drive, my car was like chugging and like not going fully And that was like the end of the dream. It was so scary. Basically, the dream ended with me like not being able to get away from him. And then I had, I woke up and a picture had fallen off the wall. I was like, what? And it was 3 a.m. I was like, what in the actual world of heck is going on? (laughs) Like, I was so scared. And then I woke up this morning and it was like 8 a.m. But it was like pouring and super windy and just like really eerie out. And all my lights were flickering and like things were just like, making noise outside and like all the dogs in the complex were barking. Like it was just like so many weird things going on. I was like, what is happening? And it's still super windy and dreary and rainy. Like it's so dark out. I have I have all my lights on and it's 9 30 AM so it's pretty dark out. Okay, I don't have all my lights on, that's so dramatic. I have my kitchen light on and my Christmas tree. But like normally I don't have any lights on at this time of day, including the Christmas tree. So That was my night. It was crazy. Also, how do you guys feel about decorating for Christmas early? Because normally, I'm not an early Christmas decorating gal. Normally, I do it, like, December 1st. Like, I normally will wait until after Thanksgiving even. But, you know, I had friends in town that are just, like, around that could help me with my tree. And I just feel like I go home for Christmas. So I'm not even, like, in my apartment for Christmas. And then also, like... I am obviously alone this holiday season. So like, why not make it fun and cheerful? And like, I don't know, like, why not enjoy it for longer? You know? So anywho, I'm also not going home for Thanksgiving. So like, I just feel like this episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. I don't know like why not why not just enjoy make the holiday season extra long also I'm sitting on the floor and my legs are already falling asleep so that's super cool (laughs) but you guys today's episode is one that has been naturally requested like an insane amount like I feel like I get at least one dm a day that's like can you please do a podcast episode on this and so now that I feel like I've gotten to a point where i can talk about this more with like less like from less of an emotional stance and more of a just point blank advice stance i think it would be a good time to talk about this so today we are going to be talking all about breakups and heartbreak what that means what comes along with it and just like some advice that i have for you guys regarding the topic because apparently you all think I'm a seasoned pro. Like it actually, it's so cute. I get so many messages that are like, Oh, like this just happened. How did, how do you get through it? Like I can't do it. And I'm like, I don't, I'm actually not quite sure why you're coming to me for advice because I don't think I'm handling it quite so well. Um, but I guess like what I've put online, I've like, I guess, I mean, I am doing a good job healing, but I'm also like definitely putting my strongest foot forward. Is that the phrase? I don't know. I'm definitely showing you guys at my best and there's been and I've even showed some lows and there's been lower. Like I did not take the breakup well. I'm 100% still healing from it. I have a long way to go. Um and I have a lot of emotions that need a lot of dealing with and addressing and healing. And I don't know how long it'll take and that's just part of breakups and part of heartbreak and everything. And if you guys are going through a heartbreak, I hope that this podcast helps you. If it doesn't help you heal, maybe it helps you feel less alone and maybe it even, even will help you understand what you're going through a little bit more. So, oh, let me just preface by saying like, I obviously you guys know I have a psych degree and I'm opening a life coaching business soon. So I'm going through the, or I'm going at this at probably like a little more of like a psychological standpoint than maybe like, an emotional standpoint but there's just so many emotions in heartbreak and breakups and I'll 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 touch on that but like I'm 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 going at this with like almost like a lack of emotion because this is such an emotional topic that I feel like in order for me to get any points across like that's how I have to go about it you know but first things first breakups don't always have to be romantic relationships like you can have a friendship breakup or maybe you're like cutting ties with a family member or all of your family. Maybe it's like a situationship that you're really connected to. Or maybe it's been like a very long situationship or like a friendship turn situationship type thing. Breakups come in a lot of different shapes and sizes. Like there, It is not just romantic relationships that can break up. And I think while the type of breakup determines like how the healing process is going to go and what emotions come up and things like that they all hurt and maybe they don't all hurt equally but I think for one person a friendship breakup might hurt more than a relationship breakup or cutting family ties might hurt more than a romantic relationship breakup it's really just dependent on the situation and person to person but breakups do not have to be romantic so keep that in mind as you're listening to this maybe you just went through a friendship breakup and you're really struggling with it like take this advice and carry it with you and maybe it'll help you there as well and honestly, you guys, I've mentioned this before in podcasts, but in my opinion, breakups and just like heartbreak is one of the, if not the hardest human emotion to hold and to feel and to work through. And whenever I say this, I feel like I always have to mention this, but like, why not grief? Because like grief is so painful. Losing somebody is so painful even I've mentioned a lot how I'm like grieving my old life post chronic illness diagnosis and that hurts like the grief the missing just the sadness of like losing something you had is so painful but the reason that I say heartbreak is more painful than grief and this is in my opinion but the reason I think that it is more painful is because heartbreak includes grief so when you are going through a breakup you're feeling grief but you're also feeling anger and confusion and jealousy regret embarrassment fear like the list goes on and on top of that grief itself is so complex hence why feeling grief is such a painful feeling because it is not just like a simple oh i'm i'm feeling grief today no no Like you can feel sad today, you can feel jealous today, you can feel confused today, but grief is not just a simple point blank emotion. So I want to kind of go through what grief is. And if you guys have ever taken like any psychology course of any sort, you probably learned about this, but if you haven't, I think it's a really important knowledge. It's definitely important knowledge to have. And if you have learned this before, I think this will be a really good touch up because just knowing this has helped me a lot in like understanding my emotions and what I'm feeling. So grief, like I mentioned, super complex and it's also not a linear feeling. So there's different stages of grief that people move through and it's not like you go through number one, number two, number three, number four, number five and then you're good to go. No, it's like, you can go back and forth and back and forth throughout the stages forever, for years, for weeks, for days, whatever it is, like you go back and forth. Maybe you don't, maybe you do just move through it linearly, that's a hard word to say. But most people bounce back and forth. Did y'all hear that? That was absolutely terrifying. I don't even want to know what that was. Okay, glad it's not the middle of the night. The very first stage of grief is denial. So this is kind of when whatever happened we'll go with break it because that's what we're talking about doesn't feel real or maybe it feels like a bad dream or a false reality and when you're in the denial stage you're kind of like oh they'll come back around they're just mad they're gonna want me back eventually or they're just confused they don't know what they want they're gonna they're gonna come back to me and in this stage you're really unable to process what has happened so what you do subconsciously is you make up like a logical reason as to why it's not a reality like you're very much like they just are young and they're going to regret this decision i'm just waiting for the text like they're going to realize that this is not what's best for them and they they love me they want me they're just confused right now that's very much denial or maybe you're sort of like oh we're not even broken up like they're just mad right now we're not they're just mad they said that because they were upset and they're going to change their mind and say sorry and everything's going to be fine and happy that's very much the denial stage and this is often the first stage that people go through the second stage of grief is anger and something you guys need to know about anger is that it is the easiest emotion to feel And the reason for that is because it's the one emotion that's sort of directed outward rather than inward. So often anger is at the world, at the person, at the situation, and not so much like, it's not a deep feeling. It's very much surface like, I'm mad it's a red emotion. It's bright. It's fiery. It's hard to hold back. It's like very expressive and it's very forefront in what we express. And that's because anger can be accessed more easily than other emotions. And because of that, it can mask emotions that are deeper and too hard to face. So if you're really feeling jealousy or you're really feeling regret, you're probably first feeling anger because anger is a lot more accessible to you and it's an easier feeling to understand and to feel and it's it's like a it's almost like a physical emotion like it's an emotion that you can have a physical response to like your heart's racing and you you get a little bit hot maybe and you want to like hit something or you want to yell or you want to scream It's a physical thing and it's masking all of these other emotions. So maybe you feel mad. You're like, how could they do this to me? Why is this happening to me? Everything bad always happens to me. It's things like that that happen in the anger stage of grief. The third stage of grief is bargaining. So this is where you're trying to come up with scenarios or circumstances that would have changed or maybe like prevented the breakup or just the situation at hand. So you're really looking at like the what ifs or the if onlys, like what if I hadn't said that or what if I had shown them more physical affection or what if I had stopped being so sad and really worked on our relationship instead of being so consumed with my, my emotions maybe you're thinking like, oh, if only I had been a better girlfriend or if only I had, t- I don't know, if-, if only I had masked my emotions more, maybe they, you know, things like that. Um, it's like the if onlys, if only I had been less sensitive, you know, I'm just like giving random examples, but like it's, you're you're trying to figure out like, what if I had done this? Maybe this would have been different if I did this, things like that. And this is often where you are blaming yourself for the situation. So maybe you're blaming yourself for uh, another person's actions. Like if they did something really shitty to you and you're like, how could they do that? It kind of turns to, well, it's my fault because I wasn't this or I wasn't that or I was this and I was that and that's why they did that to me. And you just really, you're blaming yourself for the situation. And this is also where you might maybe feel like you're not good enough like oh well if I was good enough or it's just because I wasn't good enough for them I'll never be good enough for them and that's why this happened you're bargaining you're trying to f- figure out You're. this is all subconscious as well you're not actively trying to like figure out what you did wrong it's more like dang if I had done this like there's a lot of regret in bargaining you know and then the fourth stage that you might go through is depression. So this is where emotions are just so overwhelming that maybe you feel like an eerie, almost like peacefulness, like peaceful is not the right word. Cause that's like a very like happy emotion or feeling, but it's like this eerie peacefulness. Like it's like maybe like emptiness or numbness, but it's it's kind of quiet there's like a loss it's it's a loss it's like a lack of like there's a loss of purpose maybe you feel like there's no reason to move forward you feel like you won't be able to move on you'll never be happy again these feelings are really intense like your sad emotions will be really really sad your confused emotions will be really really confused And I think this is also when people are in the depression stage of grief, they also may experience like the opposite extreme. So they might have days where they are experiencing like happy happies. Like when I was like at the peak of the depression stage uh, after my breakup, this was probably back in, um, I mean, I think I felt it at its peak, maybe like end of August, and I remember I was so sad like I was not okay really 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 hurting like deeply but I would get in my car and I would blast like happy feel good like badass girl music and I would be like extremely happy like I'd be like oh my god like this is I love my life I'm so happy I'm single this is amazing I have so much freedom and I'd I'd be like extremely happy I'd go to the mall and I'd buy so much stuff and be like oh I'm gonna look so good like I feel so good about myself I'm so happy this is so much better than a relationship but obviously that doesn't last and, and I would go back as soon as like I'd get home and like everything's numb again and everything's quiet and everything's empty and I'm sad. I'm so sad. And that's sort of like where where all of the extreme emotions happen. And then the last stage of grief is acceptance. So that's, you know, you're accepting the reality of the situation. But this is important. It's not like you're not necessarily happy that the breakup happened. You're not like relieved that the breakup happened necessarily. But you're accepting that it's the reality. You're accepting that the breakup happened. And you sort of start to understand that while it hurts, it will be for the better and that there will be a silver lining one day and that you will be okay. Like you're you're not healed and ready to go at this stage, but you're understanding that you will be okay And you're understanding and accepting that the breakup did happen. And this is where you really begin to heal. So that's it, right? That's a lot. That's one emotion. And that's included in all the other emotions that you feel during a breakup. Like that's a lot. That just took me how many minutes to explain all the different stages, Now picture how long it takes your body to process all those emotions. It's a lot. Like, it's not just, I'm sad. No, it's so, like, relationships are complex. Breakups, even more complex. They are, heartbreak is a lot, you guys. It is a lot for one human being to go through. And I think that it's also one of those things that humans go through where nobody can make you feel better. Like, nothing and nobody nothing maybe temporarily like maybe getting attention from somebody like another girl or another guy whatever your whatever your preference is like maybe getting some attention or validation is helpful for like a minute and then you feel horrible a minute later and maybe spending time with friends is helpful that was for me and then you leave and you feel horrible all over again like nothing truly makes you feel better Only time and only healing will begin to make you feel better. But it's not like you wake up one day and you're not sad. It's like very gradual. And that's sort of where I'm at right now. So like where am I in my healing process? I think it's hard to say. Like I've definitely made it through all the stages of grief at this point. But I am most definitely 100% Still bouncing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth through all of them and like it's not as cut and dry as it seems like I feel like some days I'm in the acceptance stage but I'm also in the denial stage or maybe I'm feeling literally all of them all at once like it is so complex so, like genuinely sometimes I wake up and I'm, I'm like not even thinking about it I'm fine I'm like chilling I'm happy I'm like Maybe, maybe I could start like letting people into my life, not, not anything serious, but you know, lightly, like let, let people in, let people back in. And then a a legit, a second later, I'm like bawling my eyes out, not even believing that it's reality and like trying to make up excuses of why it happened or what I could have done differently and everything like that. Like, and that's all in the span of like literally one second, like it's it's not as like cut and dry as it seems like it's not what it is in the movies where people are sad and then they meet someone and they're happy again like first of all don't jump into a relationship right after being heartbroken because it's just never a good idea you can't do that to yourself you can't do that to the other person hurt people hurt people like you are not ready even if the person you meet is somebody that you're genuinely interested in and you think in a few months or a year or so or a few years you do want to be with them don't do it to yourself right now like the right person will stick around and wait and time will tell if that's the right person and also like if you think you're ready so soon after a breakup like at least from my experience you're not you can think you are but like you're probably not And I know it's frustrating because like, especially me, like I'm a hopeless romantic and I love, love, I love being in a relationship. I love giving my love to people, but I have gotten to a point where I don't want a serious relationship right now. Like I, I don't want a relationship because I, well, first of all, I'm nowhere near healed. I'm nowhere over the breakup. I'm nowhere over my ex like I'm just simply not and I that would not be fair to put another person through that but also like I have too much to learn about myself I I have too many years to grow and I am not ready to go and settle down or even start with anybody right now I'm just simply not ready and it's been what end of july so july to august august september september october october it's like almost been i mean it's been like four months almost five months like that's a long time and i i feel like i feel like how i thought i would feel in a month and it's almost five months later and i'm like i'm hurting you guys i'm still hurting and so if you are like that's okay and i remember it's actually kind of funny because like a month or two after the breakup i was feeling really good Like, I was great, I thought. (laughs) Like, in hindsight, I'm actually much more healed at this point, but I had a lot of masked emotions at that point. And I remember being like, I feel great. Like, I think I'm healing really well. I'm like, this is going to be a quick process for me. And, um, but important to note, at that time, I had a lot of anger. I was really mad at the situation. I was really mad at what was happening. I was really mad So we went over how anger masks emotions. Well, it definitely was. And I remember I'd see comments that are like, I don't understand how this girl is so okay. Or I don't understand how she's like even remotely 1% moving on. It took me years. And I was like, okay, dramatic. Like, relax, I'm fine. And now after it being more months, I'm like, well, now I'm understanding more because I was nowhere near even beginning to heal at that point. And even now, like I have a lot of healing to do and it's gonna take a long long time and so if you're there i'm right with you and it's so normal and it's so okay and i think breakups that happen after a serious long-term relationship where you're older like in your 20s like this is a whole new game i've been heartbroken before for sure like i had relationships that were decently long like a year or so and i was for sure heartbroken i was for sure sad and it for sure took a sec but i i bounced back really quick and it's different when it's when it's so serious and you're a little bit older and you're talking real life topics and you're going through real life situations together and like it's just different when that breakup happens and it hurts a lot more and for me it's been hurting a lot longer than you know other breakups have and I think it's not even about like oh I was in love this time and I wasn't in the past because I think I have loved other people before but sometimes you just have like that one person that is just like your love and no matter what happens like you'll always have love for them did not want to (laughs) cry but like no matter what anger you feel or no matter what happens like you can't help but love them and I think a lot of people feel that. And I'm, I have a friend who's like going through a breakup right now as well. And you know, she's, she has a lot of reasons to really dislike her ex. Um, and her ex did a lot of really, really, really bad things to her really bad. And even she is like, but it's just, I just miss her. Like I, it, it was a horrible unhealthy scary relationship but i just miss her and i miss like the love that i had for her and it's a really hard emotion to work through but patience with yourself is so key and like i know it's frustrating believe me i know like even right now i'm like why why am i still freaking upset about this like why and i think a lot of people have made me feel like why are you still talking about this all you do is talk about this breakup blah 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 and it's like because it's hurting like it hurts me I'm hurting and I have kept a lot of stuff like offline and I've also shared a lot online and that's just the surface level like relationships are so complex and there's a million sides to every story and like I am like I'm just I'm hurting and it's frustrating because I'm like I don't want to be hurting anymore I don't want to be feeling this I don't feel like it's worth my time but I can't help it and I'm sure that a lot of you are feeling that way as well if you're going through it even if it's a friendship even if you cut ties with your family like it hurts and even though if you have gotten to the point where you know you're going to be okay and you know that there's going to be a silver lining like it still hurts and don't let anybody tell you first of all what you can and can't do after a breakup like if you need to post online about it post online about it if you need to vent to friends vent to friends if you need to get a tattoo get a tattoo if you need to cut your hair cut your hair like whatever you need to do do it because it is so hard and it's a long tiring process that is just beyond frustrating i can't even begin to explain but if you felt it you know like there's nothing you can compare it to it is Horrible. It is a horrible feeling, but there is always a positive and you will always make it out alive and you will make it through. And so I thought that I should spend some time talking about the beauty in breakups because believe it or not, there are some, there is some beauty in breakups. Like, first of all, you're going to have a glow up like you just will. Like, if you are heartbroken, you will have a glow up. I don't know what the science behind that is. But like, if you get heartbroken, you're going to get really hot. Like, you, you you, will. I've never seen somebody not. Like, if you are heartbroken, you will be hot. It is just, it's science. It's just the truth. And nothing, literally nothing in the world forces you into a growth era Like a breakup. Like, you just have no choice but to grow. And so, you are just catapulted into this era of like you. Like, you get to learn so much about yourself. And you get to like completely start over and redefine yourself, like in every way. And you get to spoil yourself. Like, you can get some new clothes, you can change up your hair, maybe you can start going to workout classes, like focus on fitness, or maybe just like fall in love with the type of fitness where you can really dedicate your time. You can go to bars and clubs and dinners with friends and meet so many new people, so many new people. And I feel like it just kind of makes life really lighthearted like you can just live very lightheartedly if you choose to. Like you can casually kiss people. You can go on casual dates if you want to. Like you can hook up with people. You can do literally anything you want. You owe nothing to nobody and you are completely free. Like this is you. This is you. Your era. You can do whatever you want. Like make it fun, make it lighthearted, kiss people hang out with new people, learn about new people, not in like a serious way and not in like a go and hurt other people way, but like make it fun, make it casual, like make a dating profile just for fun, like just make it for fun, just, just to scroll maybe, maybe you don't even swipe on anyone or maybe you do just to talk to someone and make new friends and just like just talk, just talk to people, get to know people, you know, like just make it lighthearted. You have the choice to just live so lighthearted. And you can romanticize your life. I'm doing that so hard right now. Like, I am spending an extra dime for sure. But I am just romanticizing the hell out of my life. Like, I'm buying... I bought two expensive candles the other day because I wanted to and they're aesthetic. And I wanted to romanticize my kitchen. Like I'm like, I am going to place this order... On this website that's a little bit expensive and I'm gonna get myself some new clothes because I am 23 I'm single I'm hot I'm as hot as I'm ever gonna be I'm healthy I I work hard hell yeah I'm gonna spoil myself like I'm gonna make my life as exciting and amazing for myself as I can and also like mini crushes are fun like finding like one person online where you can be like like keep it to yourself you know but like just be like oh my god this person's so cute like i have a crush on this person and like maybe you flirt a little bit or like whatever and that's not for everyone like right now i'm like i don't know if i'm in a place where i can like do that but like if you can like mini crushes are fun even if it's like a celebrity like hyper focus on a celebrity and just be like Oh my god, I have a crush on them. I don't know. Like, lighthearted. You know what I'm saying? Everything, like nothing serious. Just very lighthearted for yourself. You have nobody to please. Like, you are living for you. And, you know, also, you have this opportunity to really sit on what you need from a future partner. And... I am spending an especially long time on this topic because I'm 23. I've always wanted to be married on a younger, at a younger age and have kids at like a younger-ish age. And I am really hoping that my next serious partner is my final partner. And because of that, I need to know my non-negotiables. I need to know what I need in a relationship and what I cannot accept in a relationship. And along with that, I need to work on myself and how I am in relationships because like no matter what, you have something to improve on in a in a relationship stance and just in general in life, but especially with relationships. Like I know I was not perfect in my relationship. I'm fully aware of my faults and I'm, I see the things that I could have been better about and I need to work on that in order to bring a new partner into my life. Like it wouldn't be fair to my new, my next partner, my new partner to just carry in old issues and old faults that I never worked on. Because if they were a problem once, they will likely be a problem again. And you can't have a healthy relationship unless you've also worked on yourself. Like, you need to know not only what you need from your future partner, but you also need to know what you need to give to your future partner. And I, like, I, in order for me to ever start a new serious relationship, I need to be so certain there's there's I refuse to have any like oh this could be better but no they need to be obviously they're human like they're gonna have faults I'm not saying like they need to be prince charming or princess charming but like I need to know that my needs are being met and there's no like oh we'll work on it no nope 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 you should not start a relationship unless you feel that your needs will be fully met And of course, it's like, it's hard because in the beginning, maybe they are meeting your needs and over time they're not because relationships are so complex. But you need to, at the beginning, to the best of your knowledge, know that they are going to meet your needs and they're going to respect you. They're going to take you for all that you are. They're going to take you if you're sad, if you're happy, if you're sick, if you're healthy, everything. They will take you at your worst, at your best, and they will love you for what you are. And you need to really know like write it down if you have to make it download sims and make your ideal person (laughs) like do whatever you have to do but be sure of it and be stern with it and do not let anyone take away what you need from a relationship like don't meet this really cute girl this really cute guy and be like they, they don't they don't really have much like emotional intelligence or they don't like they're not really good at communicating but like i think they're really cute i'm gonna date them no Mm-mm. No, no 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 if they're not meeting whatever you need in a relationship you need to backtrack and that's not that's not the person for you right now you know what I mean and it's not your job to fix anyone if anyone has if you have an issue with how someone is in a relationship or how someone loves or whatever that's as they are because you cannot go into the relationship being like we'll work on it I'll change them that is not healthy And that is not realistic. Okay. And then and then and then this is like going to back to like some of the beauty in the breakup. You will have so much career growth. I'm telling you, like your career is going to thrive because you're gonna have so much time to dedicate to it. And maybe you can pick up a passion project that you previously didn't do because you were spending like your little bit of extra time with or on that person. And you can really just focus on you. Like I have been working on my career so much since the breakup and I've seen so much payoff. Like the most payoff I've seen since I started my career in social media the last few months I've been like absolutely thriving in like every aspect and it's just so cool to see and so rewarding and like gives me a gives me a purpose. Like it gives me something to do every day, to dedicate time and energy to and to take my mind away from the breakup and to not to not fall into the cycle of just being sad and just going through the stage of grief over and over and over and over again. Like with no end. Like I have something to direct my energy towards and it feels really good and it's really rewarding and it's really fun and I also yesterday I was at the chiropractor actually and he was like oh like did you move down here alone because I was talking about how I um, am from New Hampshire originally and I was like no um well yes originally I moved down alone but quickly met my ex-girlfriend and then we like whatever I gave like the whole story well not the whole story but like very summarized and I was like but we broke up so I've been on my own and he's like you know what (laughs) like being single in my early to mid 20s was the best thing I ever did I thrived so much I met so many cool people I made more money than I have ever made in my entire life like I loved that time in my life and I think you're gonna look back on this part of your life and be like I'm so glad that I had that and it was cool hearing that from like a straight man because like I don't know it was just like a different perspective and I was like you know what you're so right like I have this opportunity to grow as a person and grow in my career and just work on me and become like the ultimate version of me and that is such a cool opportunity and also that's not to say that who knows in a week or a month i meet someone and i'm like holy shit this person is everything i've ever wanted they are so genuine they are like they are so cool they're everything i've ever been looking for in a in a relationship And I fell in love. Like, there's no telling. Maybe I'll be 30. God, I hope not. But maybe I will be. Maybe it'll be next month. I don't know. And that's another thing. Like, I know I mentioned, like, you can't rush into it and all that. But (laughs) if your heart and your gut and your brain are all, like, this person is good for you, maybe... Experiment a little bit. Maybe go on dates with them. maybe get to know them more. Nothing serious just yet. But don't close yourself off to the world. That's like the worst thing you can do. The point is to open yourself up to the world in an open-minded, light-hearted, casual way. And then in time, you'll just things will just fall into place, you know? And believe me, guys, like I know breakups genuinely, like actually, feel like the end of the world it did for me like the first couple of weeks after the breakup i i i mean like trigger warning a little bit but i was like unwell like i was genuinely not sure if i could wake up another day like i was unwell and that's That's a lot within me. Like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blaming the other person. That is my emotions that I felt, and that's stemming from deep emotions within me. Nobody else is responsible for making me feel that way. I just want to clarify. Like, yes, the breakup happened, but it's not the other person's fault that I felt this way. Not at all. It's my emotions that I felt deep within me because of things within me and fears and traumas and, complexities within me that brought me to that point um and that's another hard reality to face that like you can't blame the other person for how you feel yes you're going through a breakup that was shitty but like you it's your emotions to work through at the end of the day but not to spoil the ending but it's not the end of the world it is not and you will be okay, like, with confidence. You will be okay. You will move on. Will you always still have love for that person? Yeah, maybe. I remember in my early days of my breakup, um, my, I think it was my dad, or maybe it was my sister, uh, told me that my brother had a long-term, serious relationship for a while when he was younger, and they ended up breaking up, and I don't really know the whole story. And even if I did, I wouldn't tell y'all, obviously. But basically, the the girlfriend got her heart broken, and um, she was so sad, and she didn't know how she'd go on, and like her life was over. And then at some point, my brother came back and wanted to try things again, and she was like, "Nope, sorry, like you missed your chance." and does she still have love for him of course she does but now she's doing well and married and has kids and it doesn't it's not the same she loves him for I mean I can't speak for her but like this is what I've heard from family like she loves him for what they had but it's not going to hurt like it does right now forever and you're not going to love them like you do right now forever it's going to be a different kind of love a distant love and a love that's not going to hurt to feel but as you can tell by me freaking crying again like it'll still hurt for a while but over time it won't hurt in the same way so with all that being said take care of yourselves if you are going through a hard time in a breakup heartbreak friendship breakup cutting ties with family whatever it is Take care of yourself. Go the extra mile. Spend whatever extra time you have on yourself. Dedicate time and energy to you and to things that help you grow. And just work on you. Give yourself time. Give yourself grace. Give yourself courage and patience. Let yourself feel, if you're having a day where you just need to cry and scream, cry and scream. Just be the best version of you for yourself that you can be and over time you'll be like dang like I'm still hurting but I really have come a long way and I think that's where I'm at right now I'm like am I still hurting yes 100% but if August me even September or October me could see November me they'd be like dang okay we're we're getting there we're making some progress and I think that regardless, even if you feel super stagnant, like be proud of yourself. You are doing the best that you can, and just remind yourself it it's a reason. Like there is a reason it hurts so bad and it's so hard to work through. Heartbreak is a complex feeling, and maybe you guys have a better understanding of that now that I explained like grief and all that. But I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. This was like a little bit dark, a little bit heavy. And I've been doing more lighthearted episodes, but I think it's a good a good topic to cover and also i think a lot of you have just been requesting it and it seems like a lot of people are going through breakups right now sorry <laughs> i didn't start the curse but i think i kickstarted the curse a little bit so very sorry but i love you all so much hang in there if you're going through a hard time i'm always a dm away if i don't answer i probably still read it i just it's hard to answer every single message but i'm here for you I post my content for you guys so I really hope that you don't feel alone like just know any story I post I'm keeping all of you in my mind I'm posting to give you guys something to look forward to seeing or to entertain you get your mind off things so I love you all so much hope you guys enjoyed this episode make sure you guys follow me on all of my other social media it's always in the description down below and with all that being said I will talk to you guys so super soon in the next podcast Bye.